Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're continuing Ecclesiastes chapter 1, looking at verses 12 through 15 in the New King James Version. It reads, I, the preacher, was king of Israel in Jerusalem, and I set my heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all that is under heaven. This burdensome task God has given to the sons of man by which they may be exercised. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and indeed, all is vanity and grasping for the wind. What is crooked cannot be made straight, and what is lacking cannot be numbered. Again, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 12 through 15 in the New King James Version. And this section is titled, The Grief of Wisdom. And the title of the entire chapter in the commentary is The Vanity of Life. And the... Um, the verses that I'm sharing today and tomorrow, God willing, the subtitle is The Failure of Wisdom to Satisfy. I'll be back to share some insights and some uh, thoughts for meditation. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. Again, this is Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 12 through 15 in the New King James Version. And we're looking at searching by wisdom. Ecclesiastes opened by highlighting the theme of life's futility, yeah, futility and brevity, saying it was really short. It was like a vapor. Solomon, the, the preacher, describes his search for understanding. He is and was, he was internationally famous for his great wisdom. If the answers to the seeming emptiness of life could be found by wisdom, Solomon was the one to find them. His high station, because of you know who he was, gave him an opportunity of improving himself in all parts of learning, and particularly in uh, politics and the conduct of human affairs. And as I was reading one of the commentaries, uh, we expect our leaders to have understanding in politics and the con and the conduct conduct of human affairs. And if you remember the story in the Bible where the, the two ladies were fighting over a, a living baby because one uh, had, you know, one baby had died because I think the mother slept on it or something. If I can remember the details. But Solomon, in his wisdom, uh, he, you know, he said, okay. Well, let's split the baby in half. And of course, the mother whose baby was dead was like, oh yeah, let's split them. And the mother whose baby was living was, oh no, don't split the baby, let her have him. So in his, that was one of the ways that um, 
one of the things that Solomon was famous for, one of the um, one of the incidences of him his handling human affairs that he was famous for. And remember, the Queen of Sheba traveled to see him because she needed she wanted to see this man who was so wise. He that is the preacher of this doctrine was king over Israel. All their neighbors admired him for his wisdom and understanding. Remember, the Queen of Sheba wanted to, to meet him. He explains that he applied himself to understanding every aspect of life on earth, concluding that life is absurd and senseless. By pre presenting himself as the model of wisdom, he gives legitimacy to his con con conclusion because, of course, everybody has said, well, uh, Solomon, you're the wisest man that ever lived. So by his, um, his own uh, knowledge, by his own patting himself on the back, by his you know, own acknowledgement to him, he is the model. He was the model of, of, of wisdom. As he examined life, he reached a conclusion that all is senseless and futile, like grasping for wind. And as I was thinking about that, uh, grasping and chasing after wind, that is a futile childish activity. Because I remember in the country when on the uh, windy days, how we would just spin around in circles in the wind, enjoying it and trying to act like we could catch the wind. You know it's futile and you probably did that too. And uh, when we think about life, that's, uh, think of anyone who thinks that life is absurd and senseless. They're in that state of hopelessness. Solomon wasn't hopeless. He was just in a place where I guess he'd seen it all and done it all and had it all. So to him, it was absurd. But those who need God, you need God in your life to have meaning for your life. And remember, Solomon was in a, a state of apostasy. He was uh, living outside of the faith. He had, uh, the scripture said that all these foreign women he married had turned his heart away from God. So in that state, of course, he's going to think that all is futile, that uh, all that he's done, all that he's gained, all of, you know, everything he's seen in his life is like uh, uh, chasing after wind. It's futile. And um, he ends by this section by saying, what is crooked cannot be made straight and what is lacking cannot be numbered. His initial search for answers under the sun brought him only despair. And of course, if you don't have God in your life, that's how you're going to be. You're going to have be in a state of despair. I was thinking of the song by Ricky, Ricky Dillard. And the name of it is There Is No Way. And it says, I've tried to make it on my own, but these heavy burdens, they got a little too strong. And, and then uh, Rick, it continues to say, but right now I can say without Christ in my life, there is no way. And there is no way that we can make it without God and without Christ. And when we don't have God, when we don't have Christ in our lives, then we do feel like Solomon did. While, of course, he's living outside of the will of God. So, of course, it seems like it's um, everything done under the sun is vanity and grasping for wind. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to understand 
that without you in our lives, we do feel hopeless. We do feel like things are absurd. We do feel like we're chasing after the wind. We do feel like life is futile. But God, with you in our lives, there is meaning. We're not empty. But without you, it seems meaningless and empty. But we thank you, God, that you are in our lives and you make our lives uh, meaningful. You give us uh, meaning and you give meaning to our lives. Thank you for your son. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for blessing and keeping us. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.